Well, good evening and uh, welcome from me too to this fabulous service and what a great treat to sing all these amazing carols together this evening. My name is Richard, the minister at the church uh, in our family. We love giving Christmas presents. Giving and receiving gifts is a big part of our Christmas tradition as it probably is for many of us here this evening. Uh, I don't know whether you've ever struggled with buying the right gifts or if, like me, you're a little last minute with organising yourself for Christmas. Um, But you know that kind of feeling when you you know you've got it right, you've thought very carefully, what might that person want? You've you've put yourself into it and you've got them whatever it might be that you know they would like. It might be that that particular jumper, uh, the particular style you knew they were longing for, or, I don't know, a a big flat screen TV maybe, and they say to you, fabulous, uh, amazing, I love it. You know that kind of feeling sometimes when you get it right? Um, or other times, maybe it's a bit less exciting. Perhaps they've thought a bit less carefully. It's, it's that pair of socks again from Aunt Maud. Uh, and the kind of response is, oh, you know, um, you know genuinely, thank you. Um, you really shouldn't have. <laughs> well, there's a story about a grandmother who used to buy her three grandsons a present every year as they were growing up. But they got old enough to the point where she said, uh, I think that actually they could probably just make their own mind up now, and I'll just give them some money for Christmas. So she went out, she got them three vouchers, uh, all organised, and, uh, and when Christmas came, she suddenly found, under a pile of her papers, the three gift vouchers. She'd completely forgotten to send them. That's one thing, but imagine how the three grandsons felt when they opened their Christmas cards from Grandma, and inside just found the startling words... This year, dear grandson, I decided you could get your own present. (laughs) Well, when it comes to Christmas and the theme of gifts at Christmas, there are really, I think, two big questions, aren't there, about any gift. And here's the first one. Who is the giver? Who's it come from? We said sometimes the best gifts, we put ourselves, don't we, into the gift itself. Expresses the giving and receiving of the relationship we have with the person we give it to. The readings tonight were telling us, weren't they, that the gift of Christmas comes from no other place than God himself. Jesus Christ, God's gift to us. The reading that we've just heard started with those words, Jesus is there in the beginning. He's the word, God's message, God's communication to us. He's with God, he is God, and he is there in the beginning. It's John's way of saying of Jesus, God's son, that you can wind time back, you can wind back before the general election. Remember that far back? When the world felt different, um, or maybe before 2019 began, or this millennium, if you're old enough to remember the millennium turning, uh, or going further back, some of you might be able to remember the Victorian era perhaps. Or just roll back the centuries. You keep winding back, and Jesus was there. You wind it back, and you go through. In fact, you go through AD into BC, and he, Jesus is still there, says John. In fact, you go right back before human beings began, before creation began, in the beginning. And what does John say? He was there also. This is the heart of God. The origin of the gift goes right back to the heart of God before even time began. And then John says that this this gift, this light, 
was there in the beginning. It was the life of human beings, and it was shining in the darkness. Here's a way of saying that I think we know this, that something in our consciences, inside us, something, our, our innate sense of God, our innate sense of right and wrong, or maybe just the wonder of the universe, something says to us God is there. That's the light, isn't it, that's shining in the universe from the beginning. Immanuel Kant famously said that he knew of God's existence by two things. He said, the starry sky above me and the moral law, the sense of right and wrong, within me. And he's kind of onto something there. But actually, that, you might call it background light, is never enough for us to find God by. The light shines in the darkness, says John, but the darkness has not understood it. The origin of the gift is God, but we haven't received it yet. We're not tuned in. It's as if we are fumbling around in the darkness, unable to see the light that's been shining since before time began. Great story about uh, a wife came home from work and she found a husband crawling around the living room floor on his hands and he's looking for something. She said, what is it? He said, oh, I've lost my car keys. He said, okay, well, think of it. where did you last see them? He said, in the bedroom. So he said, well, okay, but, but why then are you searching for them in the living room? He said, oh, that's easy. It's because the, the light's better in here. <laughs> and aren't we a bit like that, that we, we are looking for God? We, we sense that he's there somewhere from the, the background light, and yet we don't know where to look. We're fumbling in the darkness for love and for the truth and the light of God. But God is, that's the good news, God is still the giver. He still longs to give himself as the gift to us. And that's really the the second question. If the first question is, where's the gift coming from? Who's the giver? The second one is, what is the gift? What is this wrapped up at Christmas that he's giving us? Because John says that the true light of God came into the world. No longer background, faint radiation, but crystal clear, perfect, pure light. The word became flesh. That wonderful phrase, isn't it? The message of God from the beginning of time has now been crystallized into the flesh of a tiny child in a manger. Isaiah's words, God's prophet from centuries earlier, were these in our reading, to us a child is born, a son is given... And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. A child is born, he will be called Mighty God. The Word became flesh. You see, when God gave, he didn't just give a gift, a a third party, an object. He literally put himself into the gift. Why is that gift so special? Why is this gift so wonderful? Well, three things about Jesus that are so special. Why he's such a great gift. Firstly, he gives himself. That carol put it this way. Low within the manger lies he who built the starry skies. There's the wonder of it again, isn't it? Low within the manger lies he who built the starry skies. He gave himself. He put himself into it. It's as if we could have been there at the manger with the shepherds and Mary and Joseph and we 
could have seen the gift tag around Jesus' wrist, which says just two things on it. From God to you. He gives himself. But he will go on to give more. He'll give his death for us. He lives a human life like one of us, except he lives a perfect human life, free from the selfishness and sin. He then will die beaten and killed on a cross, unjustly punished, though innocent, but killed for a purpose, for God's purpose, to die on the cross in love so that there he could take my sin and set me free. He gives himself, but he gives his death for me as well. And more than that, thirdly, he gives his life to us. Not just his death, his life. John says, his own did not receive him. So he came to this human race, but many of us were too busy, we're too distracted, we're too blind to see him. And yet, says John, to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become, or the status of, children of God. He gives his life, that the life of God himself may become our life too. You see, the Bible says there are two kinds of life. There is physical, material life, you know, into which I take it all of us were born at some point in the past, on our birthday. Physical life, um, it's the life by which we become part of the human family by birth. But the Bible says it's also something called spiritual life, into which, John says, we are born by receiving Christ as our Saviour and our Lord. We become members of God's heavenly family, united to Jesus simply by believing in him. And the wonderful thing is that because Jesus, having been killed... The historical writers tell us he then was raised to new life on Easter morning. As we're joined to him by faith, we also discover and have the eternal, immortal life of God within us too. He gives his life. Our final carol tonight puts it like this. It's actually one that Rosie referenced earlier. The last verse says... Life and light to all he, Jesus, brings. Risen with healing in his wings, mild he lays his glory by, born that man may no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. To all who received him, he gives life. He gave the right to be children of God. There's one more question, of course, isn't there, as I finish, and it's this. Having asked, where's the gift come from, what is the gift? It's the gift of Jesus come from God to give himself, his death, his life. What do you do with a gift? Because we could be, couldn't we, like that couple in the video we saw earlier? We could kind of take the gift all wrapped up and not unwrap it and just bundle it in the loft and bring it out again next year and never open it. But of course, that's not why he came. It's so that we should receive him and receive God's new life with him. 
And to receive this gift, to open, unwrap the gift that's Jesus, it isn't, is it just like opening an, an object, finding an Amazon voucher inside? It's to receive a person. It's to enter a new relationship as a member of God's family forever. Through him, Jesus, and through faith in him, you and I are freely invited into the family of God himself. Well, if you want to discover more of this gift and how you can explore, unwrap, receive the gift of God in Jesus and his life with him, um, I do encourage you, just come along again to Holy Trinity. Uh, Pick up the little welcome leaflets at the end of your rows and you'll see lots of ways you can join our community here and get involved. But something you could do tonight, a couple of things, just on the way out, you could take one of these little gifts from us. It's a little book called The Gift, and it's actually written by one of the people that wrote that video script earlier. So take that from us. We'll be there at the door afterwards with our compliments, and it just, in a very short little booklet, tells more of the story of how Jesus comes as God's gift to us. And tucked inside it also will give you a copy of this, which is an invitation to something called the Discover Course, which is a group, very informal thing we run after New Year. The details are all in that flyer. We'd love to invite you to come and join us at this group to come and explore and discover the gift and unwrap that gift of Jesus with us. Let me close now with a prayer. Jesus Christ, eternal light, shine into our hearts. Eternal goodness, deliver us from evil. Eternal truth, scatter the darkness of our ignorance. Eternal grace, have compassion upon us, so that with our heart and soul and mind and strength, we may seek your face and see your glory and be children of God now and forever. Amen.